What up, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, episode 12 with Miss Amber Bug. Man, we get into it. All the things that you kind of really wanted to know thus far, I think she answers those, those questions. We talk about drinking on the job. We talk about OnlyFans, which I was very curious about, and then also what it's like to have open Encore Beach Club and then be back there. It's wild. It's good. I hope you guys all enjoy it. Don't forget to hit us up at strips.lasvegas on Instagram. And that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello. Amber Bug. What up, boo? How are you? Wonderful. Life is peachy. I missed Memorial Day weekend, but it came and went, and we're on to the next thing. Actually, (laughs) I just got my uh, letter that I got laid off today. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Um, But not not in a a bad way. You know, they have to, the, the WARN Act, something, like where they have to give you enough notice if they were going to lay you off. Yeah. Right. So basically, if the place I work in Vegas doesn't um, open back up by the end of July, then they'll officially lay everybody off. Oh, so it's just like it's a notice that it might happen. It might not just. Exactly. So I think they're laying off everyone and they'll just call people back as uh, things open up. Yeah. So it's well, kind of scary, I mean, kinda, but kind of cool. It's it's scary, but it kind of makes sense from a business standpoint. Like, they have to. There's so much stuff going on right now. It's wild. It's honestly insane. It's insane. Well, I'm going to ask you that question first. Well, first of all, Amberbug, hi. Yes. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> and when did you get to Las Vegas? And then we'll get into the quarantine stuff. Okay. So I was born in California. What part? Um, I was born, like, right outside of Orange. Oh, um, there used to be an Air Force base there, but it's closed now. Gotcha. So I was born there, grew up in Wichita, Kansas, and then what? came to Las Vegas. What? Shout out to Wichita, Kansas. How... Shout out to um, the Shonies out there. <laughs> For Shonies, if you watch, um, what is it, um, Rick and Morty, they, they have Shonies. And, oh, really? And yeah it's like a diner spot (laughs) and it's in wichita yeah they're all like throughout like the midwest and like the south damn shout out chonies when did you get to las vegas vegas i got to vegas in like 2000 something early 2000s oh so were you before you were 21 yeah oh cool yeah i was a kid here oh with your family Mm -hmm. okay and how'd you get into the nightclub industry so my older sister was in um, Jubilee at Bally's, which throwback if anyone knows what real like showgirls are. Yeah. My sister was a legit showgirl. <laughs> um, and because a lot of the dancers like shows don't pay enough to like survive. So they all are like gig workers. So they'll be like bartenders or servers or whatever. Yeah. And my sister actually worked at the little bar called Centrifuge that was located right outside of, it used to be Studio 54, now it's Hakkasan Nightclub. Oh, yeah. I know and Centrifuge Bar. Back in the day, so if you walk by Centrifuge now, it's like a bunch of like old people. Like, obviously, there's no one there right now, so <laughs> no one can walk by there. But it's like a bunch of old people now. But back in the day, it was um, a lot of the performers on the strip, a lot of dancers, like dancers from L.A. that were like touring dancers and they used to dance on top of the bar and all this crazy stuff when MGM entertainment used to run all of that stuff back in the day, back in the day, wet Republic was also ran by MGM entertainment group, which got absorbed by angel management. You know, there's a lot, a lot of, I did not know any of that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm filled with lots of useless Vegas information. Useful. (laughs) It's useful information. Okay. (laughs) You're a correspondent for the people of, I mean, how the, the fuck people do people of know? The past. Exactly. <laughs> the people of the past. People of Vegas past. So when did you get into the club? I got into the club 
in 2010. 2010. Um, well, I worked for Light Group a little bit before that, before I was 21. What? Um, yeah, I wow. worked for Light Group. I, oh, I went to like those mass castings that they used to do that are so much different than what they are now. So... <laughs> If anyone remembers where Light Group's offices were located, it was off of like Rainbow, and their castings used to be you you walked into like a big ass boardroom with like Andy and Andrew and all those guys. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> these are all like pioneers in they're, the game. They're, yeah, they're still around. Andy's still around. I don't know what happened to Andrew Sasan, but. Yeah, so you walk into a boardroom and they kind of interview you, but you're like in a bikini. The bikini thing has never really changed, but you're in a bikini and they ask you some questions. They're usually just kind of trolling you a little bit. Damn. And they either hire you or they don't. And I got hired on the spot by Andrew Sesson, who um, was told to me by other people that he was like notoriously like, I can't say racist, but he did not prefer brown skin tones. Oh, shit. Ears. So it was kind of a big deal that I got hired. Oh, yes. For people listening, uh, Amber is chocolate. <laughs> I'm brown. <laughs> I'm brown. I get down, you know. Yeah. But... So I'm, I'm, I'm not as brown as Amber, but, you know, it depends on the, t- the month. <laughs> it, it, it depends on the month of the year. And it exactly. depends on who's asking. If if it's a cop, we're all brown, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, gosh. I can't even get to the things that I've been seeing. I don't want to talk about it. I know. Same. Okay. Same. So, you got hired Light Group. That was before 21. And then at 21, where did you jump into? 21. I worked for a couple of Light Group places when I turned 21. But the the biggest place that I worked in that year was... Um, Encore Beach Club. I opened Encore Beach Club in 2010. You did? I did. I'm an OG. If that lets anybody know how old I am. Honestly, black don't crack first. Thank you. So if you would have told me you were 24, I'd be like, oh yeah, 100%. I'd be like, so Amber, you just moved here two years ago. How's it been? (laughs) Even though we work together. Have we worked together at a few places? We have. Damn. We worked together Did... at Marquee Day Club, and we worked together at Encore Beach Club, and we Did worked you... together at The Palms. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. Ooh, okay. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So The Palms, that's where I started, and I was, you know, went from bar back to Buster, but I didn't know. Did you go from Encore Beach Club to The Palms? So when Nolan and Sully and all those guys and Chuck left. Oh, um, Sully. Yeah. When they all left Encore Beach Club, I kind of, I tagged along. I was there tagged along for a long time, number of years. I mean, they don't bring everybody. They don't. Honestly, they were some of the best managers that I've ever worked for in my life, like, I still talk to Nolan to this day and his wife. They have a baby. I talked to Sully, like I babysat Sully's kids. He's two, boy and a girl. <laughs> Dang. Like, I still talk to Chuck every now and again. Chuck's daughter is married, like his super young daughter that he always used to talk what? about. She would like never date anyone. Yeah. So it's like, I still, like these are still people that are like, I think that they're very important. They're important to the growth that I had in Las Vegas. That's for sure. And I think Absolutely. that they they kind of implemented work, hard work over anything else um, in an industry where there was a lot of fuckery going on. <laughs> Literal fuckery. <laughs> Maximum fuckery. All of the fuckery. <laughs> I will say that years I spent working with Nolan and Chuck made me feel like I could work anywhere on the strip. Like, Oh, yeah. Easily, easily. And crush whatever they had going on. Like, they set me up and trained me and made sure that uh, I could do the job because I had no clue what the fuck I was doing. They did. They (laughs) set us up for success. I mean, the current general manager of Encore Beach Club, uh, Travis Shiraishi. Shiraishi. How do you say it? Shiraishi. Oh, okay. 
Um, I thought he, it's Shirishi. He, maybe it is Shirishi. I thought it's Shirishi. Maybe it's Shirishi. I don't know. We but, worked with his sister. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, who, I mean, both of his sisters have babies now, but the one that we worked with oh, is a baby. Um, but yeah, he, he worked with them. They like, they, he worked for them for a really long time and they turned him into the amazing GM that he is right now. Dude, Travis is a beast. Like these are managers for all the people listening. If you didn't ever get to meet them personally, these are the managers that honestly, yeah, they probably didn't. Um, they were like exemplary. Like they did anything that they asked you to do, they would be doing themselves right alongside you. So it was never like a power trip thing with these guys. They, they got down and dirty with us and it was, it was awesome. We were a family for sure. Uh, well said, because I always get on here and harp about like, Oh, you know, well, I love all my GMs because they just try so hard and, they, you know, they were doing stuff. So I would feel bad if I wasn't working as hard as them. Exactly. I'm like, they're running all of us and, and he's, he has more in his hands than I do. Dude. Oh, <laughs> Nolan and Chuck, Nolan and Chuck for sure. Like Chuck would always be like, how am I almost 50 years old and I'm out running you guys and you guys are 21, like pick it up. Let's go <laughs> straight up. Or just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it, it some people thought it was mean, but it's like you gotta we're giving learn. you this. Yeah, we're giving you the shot to do the easiest job. Like all you have to do is make sure that I don't have to talk to you. That's, That's it. it. Just be. An That's adult. the whole job. Just be an adult. That's it. I just remembered as the season went on, I talked to Nolan less and less, and I was like, "Damn, I'm doing a good job, huh?" Oh, That's how you know <laughs> you were doing your job. Uh, do you have a favorite place that you worked? Um, or favorite season that you, uh, of all the years? I there's different reasons for different places, I guess, but oh, yeah. um, I'll definitely say that the first like three four years at Encore Beach Club were like probably wild. They were wild, but it was just like a learning curve. It was we were all getting to know like so many things about just the city in general and we were seeing the city grow into something crazy and I honestly just I appreciate that time and I appreciate the management that I worked for taking that time shout out to um Orlando Orlando Oquendo Oquendo? yeah he was one of the original managing managers for Encore Beach Club and Surrender for people that don't know what Surrender is Surrender is Encore Beach Club at night. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I'm sad that they closed Surrender. I used to, that was my favorite place to go. I know, it was so fun. It was just so many good times there. Yeah, and I love the fact that it was just Surrender, but the whole Encore Beach Club venue was open. I love that place. It was the greatest, honestly. I I miss I miss like the olden days. Then days is gone, honey. Those days are. So You're gone. looking at the new days right, <laughs> right here, right now. Yeah, we we got no choice but to look to the new for sure. Great segue. What do you think has changed in the interview process between, um, I guess back then, you know, Palm's OG days to this year? Where were you working this year before things shut down? Um, I was back at Encore Beach Club. Damn. I know. I was ready to make all the monies. All the money. Oh my gosh. All the money this year. But, um, but uh, you know, we digress. I know, you know, it's fine. It's changed in the sense of it's become, I guess, I don't want to make it seem like social media is like killing like the normal person's ability to get a job at places but like this, but it kind of is. You can't escape it. Social media is huge. Social media drives our society to a very, very scary point at this time. And it does. So a girl that has a million followers on Instagram is probably going to have a leg up on getting a job over you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's, I mean, it's still the same. If we're still paraded around like pieces of meat in our bathing suits, 
you go and you answer questions that don't really matter. They're not really listening to what you're saying. They're just looking at you to see what you look like. Then you get a second interview for some places. I know Hawksun Group doesn't do second interviews anymore. They just hire on the spot. No way. Yeah, so when they do theirs, they don't do the second interviews anymore. They just do callbacks after they finished all days of it, um, auditions. Oh. Um, but Encore Beach Club still does second interviews. Second interviews are where you actually answer like the real questions. And it's you get to talk to yeah you get to talk to a few people so it's usually um the gms of all of the the nightlife venues and daylife venues the higher ups so like the managing partners and all of that so it's you in a room full of like maybe like six to eight people and they're all asking you questions and staring at you so it's really intimidating It is intimidating. Even if you know all of them. Even if you know every single person. Especially when you know all of them. It's worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh uh-oh. They all know me from last year. Did they all like me? I know that guy does not like me still. It's just, it's one of those. And it's literally, this was the first time I ever walked into a second interview. And I knew every single person personally on, like, the panel. And I was just like, you, you would think that this would make me more comfortable. It did not. Not at all. Yeah. Oh. The only person I didn't Distressful. know was Tony Z. Tony Z, he came over from uh, Excess. Shout out to Tony oh, okay. Z. He's really cool. That yeah. I, didn't, I got to work with him for like maybe three weeks. That was about it. But yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Don't worry. Next year is just the remix. Yeah, I know. For sure. Hey, the real question is, are they giving out IOUs for next year's pool season? I wish I knew. We're, we're all praying. We're all praying for a freaking Christmas miracle over here. Yeah. Can we get that like golden ticket? Instead of the fast pass, it should be like the quarantine pass, the COVID pass. It should be the COVID pass for sure. Like, hey, we were hired last year and we made no money last year. So we should be up. Yeah, we, we should be up as long. I feel like there's going to be some some technicalities for sure. People have to be in like good shape. But as long as you're in good shape, I feel like they should give you your job back. How do you stay in shape? Dude, I work out with a trainer. Who's your trainer? KB Fit, Kevin Boda in the house. Dang, that's two for two. He's the KB experience. The KB experience. So if no one knows who he is, follow him on Instagram. What's his, his Instagram? Instagram is Kevin B Fit. He's awesome. Kevin do be fit. He trains a bunch of hockey wives. He's starting to train some Raiderettes. Like he's oh nice. He's a legit trainer. So look him up, ladies and gentlemen. He does train guys as well. Not as many, but he trains a lot. I don't think he has the time for that. Like once he got the reputation for doing a good job with uh, people getting into the industry, it's just a matter of how many slots he can Yeah, exactly. He is the industry trainer. Yeah, he needs to coin that shit. He should. Trademark him. I'm about to trademark this. This is the industry podcast. Ooh, I like it. You feel me? it. (laughs) It has a nice ring to it. Right? Um... I just didn't want to be that guy to start off. I don't want to call myself oh, the industry podcast. Like, you, you didn't want to toot your own horn at first. So you were like, okay, I'll relax yeah. first. At least, let me, at least let me earn my own stripes I like first. it. I like it. We're getting there. One step at a time. Maybe after like episode 50. Then you can, then you can just like roll on into it. Yeah. Um, so coming back to Encore Beach Club this year, did you make that decision because it's the premier spot? Like, I, I know that they're... I harp on a few clubs because they make the most money to me or that's all that I know. But I would rather somebody else, you know, your opinion on, is it like really three clubs that make the most money? Is it five clubs? I mean, what's the Okay. So day club wise, day club wise, if you would like to make money as a male or female, Encore Beach Club and Wet Republic are like really close, like very, very close in money. And then right underneath that, I would say, is Marquee Day Club. They just, I don't know what it is. You step on that pool deck and everybody wants to drink champagne, probably because the waitresses can drink the champagne, so they want to sell it more. <laughs> but, <laughs> I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten into that. Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> That's like. I would love to. Um, what's the deal? Like, I don't know what the deal is with that. So all I know is I just got money. And before we jump into this, you said 
those clubs you can make the most money as a girl or a guy yes day club i will tell you <laughs> i i made the most money at marquee and that was because i think of what we're oh about yeah to, what we're about yes. to talk about yes 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 so you cannot drink as an employee at any venue correct kind of <laughs> okay kind of so so you can like euro step some of these <laughs> some of these yes rules? so um Encore Beach Club in Wet Republic, that's a strict no-no. You do not do that at any of these venues. They will catch you, especially at Encore Beach Club. Wet Republic, I feel like the girls kind of get away with it sometimes. But Encore Beach Club, don't do it. Just don't even try to do it. There are probably like 586 cameras in there. So if you like picked your butt, they would know about it and they would call you or call your manager and be like, Hey, this person just violated health code, like 89 dash 9.236. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Uh Oh, yep. Then then you get a write up and you can only get three write ups at Encore Beach Club and then you're done. So, (laughs) Oh man, I got write ups and led another segue. Somebody told me I could drink. No. Yeah. 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 And it was, I'm going to say it was higher up than anybody that was staffed at Uncle oh. Beach Club. So it wasn't any of the staff there. Like they're all safe. No managers or nothing told me I could drink, no employees. But one of those executives came down and was like, Hey, why aren't you like, do you want to drink? And I was like, Uh, stop trying to pay me. <laughs> I don't have time to get fired on my day on. You're um, like, I'm not, try- <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be in this right now. Yeah, no, 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 no. I do not want to drink, but thank you. And why are you doing exactly. this Exactly. Yeah, don't try to catch me up. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right? Okay, so w- how come at other venues? Like, what about, like, the Tropicana or the Flamingo or um, Daylight? Or... I've heard great things. Honestly, Daylight, I heard, made a lot of money last year, um, which is great for them. I think it's just venues that need to learn how to differentiate themselves from everyone else because there are so many venues here um yeah i mean go pool i hear the girls make money at go pool but i hear that because it's a union space these girls don't really break people off the right way so it's each waitress is entitled to break off her busser her bartender and such however she she feels like so that gets very gets muddy yeah um the union spots i want to talk to somebody who's in the the oh i do have someone lined up coming on from the union from what Ooh, i like it do i do i yeah. know them Girl? bartender boy Ooh. guy Ooh. bartender we worked together uh downtown and then he was doing both jobs real cool dude his name's ryan but anyways the drinking yeah they i mean i feel like the bartenders there get tanked but no one's really watching them really oh i don't even know about that like i'm about to ask him that shit too but how come at a how come you wouldn't want your waitresses drinking especially when you see what people are willing to do just for them to drink okay here's my thing i think that it's it's a slippery slope we both worked at on or at wet republic or what is wrong with me I worked, well, yeah, you did I, work I did. there. I mean, Hakkasan Group, Tau um, Group. But for Tau Group. Encore. So, Marquee Day Club. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough to so many people. I'm like, okay, you walk into Marquee Day Club and you see all of this, like, champagne going out. You want to find a waitress? Like, if you're at a table and you can't find your waitress, go, like, remember what table a presentation of champagne just came out to? That's probably where she is. She's drinking. So, I... <laughs> I always say that I don't know how they sell so much champagne. Yes, I do. Because the waitresses drink it all. It's like we're trained. that We are trained from like the beginning <laughs> that that is what you do. You get a table to order champagne. Where It's called a champagne toast. We're only supposed to toast. So you're only technically supposed to have one uh... glass of champagne. But that line gets blurred, especially when people start spending copious amounts of money. Um, that kind of goes out the window. So it makes it, it, easier, makes it to sell. easier to sell, but it also opens like the floodgates for floodgates. a lot of things. <laughs> and you remember like day, day like oh uh, weekday shifts there. 
it would be crazy. No one, Oof. if there was like a cabana or a bungalow or anything like that sold and that person was buying champagne, nobody else was getting service. Like the bartenders were going to clean up because we, the waitresses weren't doing their job. They were, <laughs> they were drinking with their cabana and like back in the day. And this is something that people always like speculated but it did happen. Some girls lived that lifestyle of trying to find a, trying to find a husband. These girls were trying to catch rich husbands. Oh, oh my gosh! Some. Have you heard What'd any you of the say? podcast? Have no. You listened to any of these oh my podcasts? gosh! Oh great! Because you know Tiana. Yes. You know she... <laughs> I had her on here episode one. Ooh. Shout out to her for making the whole thing jump off from She's episode awesome. one. But she was like, "Yeah, I'd always heard." Go to Marquee. You're going to find your daddy. <laughs> this, me and Evan personally know plenty, plenty of girls. Oof. There's, there, I mean, Handfuls. honestly, Evan, I'm not even going to say any names, but recently, recently one that has been there for a while, just found one and she, she's no longer in the work, workforce. So it does happen. It, Hey, round of applause. However, you got to do it. It does happen. If that's what you're looking for, ladies, this is the place. Either Vegas or Miami, man. But Miami, Miami, you got to be, you got to be okay with a lot of stuff. Yeah, that place is like the Wild West. I can't even talk about it. Yeah, if I see too many fake booty cheeks, I might like spin around the ground. So I can't, I can't, (laughs) I can't deal with that. Oh, okay. So at least we got to dabble in that. I was, I'm always curious as to what people think regarding the drinking thing, because it's not a, you're, no one's allowed to, I don't give a damn what they say on here or anywhere. Yeah, no one's allowed you're to, you're not allowed to, but, but it happens. Yeah. There's rule bending everywhere. It's just depends yeah, on exactly. which, which rules. Um, on t- adding to that, like you are hired as a model cocktail waitress, marketing, fucking general manager. Like when, when you're hired, you have to, submit to anything they want you to do like the company so you're now posting for them and you're available for photo shoots i haven't really discussed what it's like with somebody going from being like an actual model like you know Mm -hmm. doing model things to where you work in a club where they're asking you to do that for them oh yeah it's definitely very different um you have no control over like the branding of it so they can put out some images of you just looking a hot mess because they think that it looks fun and they like it. So it's, that's probably the less, um, less fun aspect of it. But if you work for a decent company, Encore Beach Club does a pretty good job. I mean, they have a great team. They're, they're video guys, they're photographers, they, they know what they're doing and they know what they're trying to do. And they've pioneered that whole, that whole category, kind of the whole marketing and branding oh, yeah. that other venues have copied off of them. So shout out to Encore Beach Club for always being at the forefront of all of that and never making us look crazy. <laughs> Oof, I have seen some oh, yeah. people looking crazy, but I remember they used to let people use, um, social media handles specifically oh, yeah. for the venue. Oh yeah, you be able to have a separate handle for the venue and then venues got smart and they realized they weren't reaching as many people. The engagement wasn't there. So they started tearing into people's personal accounts which like I don't have that many followers. I know girls that have like 500k. Stop it, stop, 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 stop. I'm just saying, Don't there are girls angry. that have like 500K and more. So these girls are banking on like their image and their brand and, you know, posting four or five times a week for your venue kind of can hurt. It can hurt your brand a little bit. It could hurt your follower base just because people get so tired of seeing very redundant posts. So it's, it, it's good for the venue, obviously. It gets their name out there, but Encore Beach Club, I will say, is the best about it now. They um, they allow you to do your own, like, photos and organically post. That's what it's called. It's called an organic post. So it kind of will tie into what you're doing on your page already. So it's it's not as bad as most places. Okay. But most places, yeah, it's like they're sending you a flyer. You have to post that flyer. You're posting, like, 
six flyers a week and your followers hate you <laughs> for it. Damn. Before you finished your last answer, you said uh, people have half a million followers. Oh, I, yeah. I'm sitting here at um, 2,000 followers. And shout out to all 2,000 of them that <laughs> individually. I don't know many of them, but man, that's love. How many followers are you sitting at right now? I have 173,000 about. Cool, 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 cool. I have not that figured out. <laughs> How do I, what's the, what is the code? What's the cheat code? Oh, there's no cheat code. You literally have to, you have to be attached to your phone every day, like at least 18 hours a day for that to even like start. It's a lot of work. Definitely. It's not easy. That's for sure. Is there any pressure like in these jobs? Is there pressure to act a certain way or do certain things? I was talking to uh, Romeo. Mm-hmm. And Romeo. Right. She broke it off so much information. I was like, yo. Because to us, she's funny, right? We just Oh, like, she's fucking hilarious. Right. We just laugh. But I really felt like she gave out good information. I was like, damn. The whole time I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is <laughs> such a professional. Uh, I know it's awesome. Everyone needs to follow her on Instagram. What's her Instagram handle? Ash Romeo? Yeah, at Ash Romeo. Yeah, at Ash Romeo, she is like the kitchen queen. Yo, mate, I told her, like, listen, I love food too, but Reese's or some peanut butter brownies at 3 p.m. when I know later on all I'm going to be eating is like uh, Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you got to immerse yourself. She has some great, great recipes. Yeah. And she's just funny. She's a she, good person. She's, a, she's just a good person, like, for sure. Great person. <laughs> But anyway, um, she broke you off some knowledge. Yeah, she was telling me about, she was thinking about getting implants. Um, and then she waited a year. And then she decided that it wasn't for her. But she works, uh, what is that term? Medical wellness. Mm-hmm, a well, like a wellness clinic. There you go. Where, you know, there's people can do Botox, whatever they want to fix up, they can do that. So there's no judgment, of course. But is there a pressure to do that? I think that there is. Um, for me, I I don't I didn't personally feel pressured to do any of that stuff. Like I have implants, I have fake breasts, and that's the only thing I have. It was just something that I wanted to do for me, mm. and I got that before I went in the industry. Um, oh, okay. So that was that was just that was for me. I did that for me, but a lot of um, just social media in general the Kardashian like fascination and all of that a lot of women just don't feel adequate enough and I mean you think about it if you're talking about girls that work in nightclubs and day clubs it's rough like you're up all hours you don't sleep very much you when you're younger some of the older people do it too but you party a lot like you're you're not really taking care of yourself not not living your best healthy life for sure. So a lot of girls take the shortcuts to get the the things that they want. So mm. they to look the way that they want and all of that. I haven't taken that route yet. <laughs> it's happening though, I'll tell you. I am You're not right. one to judge because your girl's about to be on that boat too. So you if think? anyone if oh what in like ten years? For, Stop. Not even. If anyone has any good injectors out there, hit me up. At Amber OX Rose <laughs> on Instagram, shoot me your favorites because your girl, your girl's about to be there. I'm getting old, all right. I gotta, I gotta what? keep this thing fresh, you know. Like I, we just talked about, it. you look like you're 24. I mean, I wish I was 24. Actually, I don't. I wish that I looked like I was 24, but like still with all this knowledge I have. Uh, that, that doesn't add up. <laughs> it's like, one or the other. You can't have it all. Yeah, nah. Um, so, blah, blah, blah. Once you get the job, is there a boundary of, like, selling and flirting, right? Like, I know at certain venues, it's or, – or not certain venues. I see certain waitresses. They're more handsy. And certain waitresses, they, like, they're very professional. They wait on the guests to get it going. I've seen it at all. But can you explain the difference? I think that there is like a very delicate balance. It's a very thin line. Um, you have to be playful enough 
and flirtatious enough and just like give them just that glimmer of hope that you're available enough for them <laughs> without actually being available because once you once you cross that that boundary that threshold then that person thinks they have you and then they're not going to try to buy you essentially that's essentially what you're trying to make this person do these are men that we're usually talking about it's not women putting their cards down and if it is their bosses and they already know what they want to do for men you kind of have to lead them like little puppy dogs kind of wow it's true <laughs> you just gotta walk them around you gotta be like oh you like that oh you see all those girls over there you want all of those you want them to be impressed well you gotta get this and then vice versa sometimes you have the guy that comes in that has all the money and doesn't even care about all the girls that are at the pool he wants to talk to the waitress because he knows that that's usually like the impossible so he's trying to make the impossible possible so then he wants to blow you away by buying everything that you guys have have you seen like a crazy what's the craziest thing you've seen somebody do for that like to get the attention of a waitress like hey i'll buy this i just got this guy to buy that i mean we saw it all the time at Encore Beach Club. How many Ooh. Veronica? Veronica could make a dude buy anything. And she <laughs> she was ruthless. Like this girl is like the queen. She's having a baby, by the way. She is? Yeah, she's having a baby. She's married. She's out the industry. She's out the game. Whoa. So who's gonna take her spot? Dude, I don't know, man. Natalie Lena. better step up. Maybe yeah, as like, Natalie and Lena. Maybe Petcha. Petcha. Petra, oh yeah, she's got her shit too. But for sure, like Veronica was like the queen, the queen of selling. She, you, she could make a man like they could be in a full-on argument. I'm talking screaming at each other, and then next thing you know, this dude just spends like 80k on like some fucking presentation. And you're just looking at her like, what? Like, how? Yikes. How? Man. How did and you it's just, just like, mind fuck him that way? It's the it's the Spanish. It is. She got that Latin, that little, got that Latin yeah. charm, you know? That's fire. Fuego. All of the fuego. And she's gorgeous <laughs> for any people that are listening. You don't know Everybody her. we talk about, everybody we talk to is probably one of the most beautiful people you'll run into. Yeah, they are the top of the top, the cream of the crop for sure. Very fortunate. That's what uh, I noticed. People are like, man, everybody you talk to is really pretty. I'm like, oh, shit. We all forget that all of our friends... Um, you know, after you work in the job for five, six, seven, eight, ten years. We get used to being around beautiful people. <laughs> yeah, like spoiled. <laughs> we forget. We forget what normal people look like. <laughs> but we, yeah, I mean, like, we hey. are normal people, though. So it's not like. Exactly. Like, but it takes a while to figure that it out. It does. It for sure does. Because most of the pretty people have their little, bi- oh, their bitchy face on. Were you a mean girl? Are you a oh, mean I girl to ne- any of the new girls? I was never a mean girl. I was always super nice. I remember. Are you now? Yeah, I'm still super nice. I mm. I don't. I swear. I promise you. If I see someone doing something, I always will. Um, I'll give my advice. I'll give my two cents. But I'm not pushy about it. So, if they yeah. don't want to, yeah, follow, you're not a mean girl. Yeah, if they don't want to follow like the best things, like girls ask, like you know, ways to get more tips, like over tips and all that stuff, I can tell them what I do and I can suggest things. If they don't want to do it, I'm not one of those girls that tries to hate on them for not doing it. Different strokes for different folks. Different things work for different people. Absolutely. What's the most money you made in a day or a week or a month? Because I know m- the month of May is absolutely bananas, usually. The month of May is usually absolutely bananas. Um, so funny enough, the most money that I made in a day, in like a 24-hour period, was at foxtail yeah where's that um it was sls which is now sahara it's it's been a plethora of things um but i made the most money there uh during i call it the the like emergence of like the hip-hop vibe in vegas when oh what was that like lil wayne and yeah when lil wayne fetty wop and yeah we had diddy we had nelly we had we had a bunch of like just a very random assortment of of hip-hop artists yeah come around but it was i believe it was memorial day weekend and during the day we had we were supposed to just have one person we were supposed to just have 
Lil Wayne and probably like five performers came. No way. Oh yeah. Like um Two Chains came, Trey Songs was there, like just random people. Like people were literally just like, Hey, can I can I get on the mic? And they're give like, me the oh. mic. <laughs> they're like, We're not gonna pay you and they're like, That's fine. Like, okay, we'll get up there. Sure, here you go. We like, got all the mics. Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent came and Fifty Cent brought Damn. He brought um, what's that vodka that he has? Uh, oh man, Effin. There you go. Effin vodka. He brought Effin vodka. Black cherry. And then he put into our tip pool. Shout out to Fifty Cent. Everyone always he did talk stuff. Yeah, he put he. I'm not gonna say the amount, but he put a a substantial amount of money into our tip pool that day. Oh, that's dope. I've never heard that. So shout out to him. But so I made in that day. I made almost 10 grand. Uh, and give Richard was, die trying. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a great, it was a great day, but I worked day and night. So I worked a full 24 hours guys. And then I still had to work more. It was oh Memorial day weekend. So Memorial day weekend in Vegas, sometimes if it's good enough and there are enough events happening, it starts on Thursday. Oh yeah, but Thursday night. Yeah, but sometimes it just you just wait and it starts on Friday. So you have Friday day, Friday night, Saturday day, Saturday night, Sunday day, Sunday night, Monday day, Monday night. So you are working back to back. You are exhausted. I was not like a. I was not a part of the nose candy clique, so I was the girl that was literally <laughs> like. Candy. I was thinking like, man, I get no candy. <laughs> I was literally like. Booger sugar. Yeah, I was I was living on like Red Bull, caffeine like, uh, pills, yeah. like and energy drinks, like monsters, you know, all the stuff Dang. that is probably like that will give you a heart attack and kill you. Yeah, just I, as bad. <laughs> I was living on all that stuff. Yeah, it was probably it probably would have been healthier for me to do some cocaine, honestly. Well, that was good thing we were young. Yeah, right. If I did that <laughs> now, I would have a fucking heart attack and die. Oof! How much can a cocktail waitress make in a year? You can make minimum probably like 80k a year to Ugh. about Don't I say mean, something stupid. Don't you, do it. You could you could make probably like you could make like 200k, 250k oh easy. What? Don't what? Not easy. How? I mean, you got to work with some hustlers. You got to work with some sharks. You'd have to have two jobs and be willing for that action. I mean, yeah, you got to be in for it. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about love. Oh, let's talk about love. I like I love love. Everyone I like love. love. Everybody loves love. Love is nice. You know what? You know what I love? I love how there are a billion photographers for all you girls. <laughs> Who are these motherfuckers and what? How they what what? Okay. How they get this job? Okay, so all of them. I mean, people Honestly, I feel like they start out as people that are, like, very into art. And then you do get the people that just get into it because you can photograph, like, insanely beautiful women. Mm. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> There's a little bit of both. There's a mixture of both, but you can usually tell the difference in, like, their work. Yeah, because uh, one of them will have art. And the other one, yeah, <laughs> just girls on there. We'll have like girls that are just like oiled up with like some really, really Ooh. ghetto, like trashy dancer wear, like no, no tones, Man. like no, nothing like bringing the image together, you know, all that jazz. Um, so what's up with these? Do people need to do that all the time? Is is the artistic thing, um, like. Do you guys have to hit up hit up the photographer? Or they hit you um, right it up? depends, honestly. I get hit up by a lot of photographers, but I've also been the person hitting up the photographer. So before, before I had oh, really? the following that I have now, I was the girl that was like, "Hey, so and so photographer, I love your work. I would love to shoot with you. Like, send me your rates, or like, do you, will you be in my area or anything like that?" You kind of you gotta have. You got to make it happen. You have to hustle it for sure. Is it tough like to do self promo um, like that? It can be. And it's really, really tough when you're not like, when you're not well known and you're not on like the in crowd. 
it's like being in high school oh, yeah. and trying to hang out with the cool kids and the cool kids being like who are you <laughs> and you're like well i'm this person and they're like yeah no i don't care who you are <laughs> so then they don't talk to you which is Nobody sad, cares. But sad but true well i mean you got to get in one way or another i mean yeah I mean, um i've been seeing a lot of uh talk to me about everybody in their only fans premium accounts okay so only fans i got into only fans a little while ago. you have one yeah i have one how new how recent is this um i started it in february i'm sure so I, I started before all this crazy corona stuff happened um because i do do a lot of nude photography and i was getting a lot of people asking for uncensored versions of my pictures and I have a few girlfriends that are already on OnlyFans. So they put me on game. They showed me how it works. And I got OnlyFans. It's not that crazy. How do you like but it? I, I Honestly, I love it. Some people prefer like Patreon. Patreon's another um, paid like subscription account that is very similar. But it has a better reputation than OnlyFans. OnlyFans has the reputation of being like porn and like mostly porn stars and like cam girls and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, any platform that you make for yourself is what you want it to be. You don't have to do anything else that anybody else does or that you don't want to do. And I feel like that's the very, very um, big misconception with OnlyFans and people judging people that have an OnlyFans or whatever. It is what it is. People do what they want to do, and everyone should kind of learn to respect that at some point. Well said. Um, is it something you want to continue running with? Like, can you grow from there? It's definitely a very, um, it's good income, for sure. It's very, very good income. Dope. But it does take time. So I, I was in like the, I've had some crazy shit going on with my health. I'm fine. I'll say that, but I was like in and out of the hospital and like all this crazy stuff. So Whew. when you, when you don't have, um, when you have like personal stuff going on that keeps you from shooting on a regular basis or like filming, if you like film videos for people and stuff like that, it just makes it kind of hard, but it is definitely a great way um, to make extra money. So if you're looking for a side hustle, it's a great, it's a great side hustle to have dope watch me get one i mean i tell guys make the most money on OnlyFans. what guys make but it's the content so you have to be comfortable making adult content geared towards gay males if you are fine with that you will make a lot a lot of money <laughs> just um, in case you wanted to know i mean the girls make crazy money on there too but guys guys are the the untapped the untapped <laughs> for sure wow um okay you're welcome yeah you're welcome for that <laughs> thanks i always wonder about only fans because it just has such a perception but what's the difference between that and patreon or that new one uh ko-fi or kofi oh i don't even know what that is but the differences between them, um, between Patreon, Patreon is like a tiered system. So like someone could support your modeling and just want to give like, I don't know, give whatever. Ten five bucks. Yeah. 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 Um, or there are the people that go as far as to do like higher tiers, like 500 to like a thousand dollars, like a month because they like the content that you put out and they want to see you make more content. So it's like that. Um, OnlyFans is a little less complicated than that. It's, it's just like a, I don't know, it's like a marketplace. So someone sees you and they're like, oh, you do nude photos. Like, do you have sets that are like X, Y, and Z? And if you have X, Y, and Z, then you tell them a price that they can pay for it. They pay you, you send them stuff and there you go. Oh, or wow. yeah. Or some people just subscribe to you because they want, they want to have a conversation with you. They simply want to be able to talk to you. And most, most people that have like higher follower accounts don't have the time to sift through all of their DMS. 
So money talks. Yeah. So people pay to talk to them, basically. I need that action. I mean, it's not bad. And I actually, I'll say I love connecting with people that. You're a very social person. Yeah, I love connecting with people. And I love hearing like the feedback that um, people have for me and for like the work that I do and like the stuff that I put out, the content that I make. I, I like hearing the feedback and I like being able to hear like that someone like this or I a girl that got some kind of inspiration from it. Like that's where it hits me the most. When it's other women, it's amazing. That's what I love to hear. Girls are always like, oh, you know, you work out so much and you know, your body's so great and all this stuff. Like they ask me for advice. And I'm like, man, I am just <laughs> like you. I slip up and eat a pint of ice cream. I did that yesterday. Or have that like, that like half dozen box of Krispy Kremes by myself sometimes. <laughs> you know, it, we, we all are human. We all do it. I mean, you are blessed. But Let's not be tricky here those jeans they're part of it it's it's a i feel like it's a small part once you get into your 30s once you get into your 30s, small it's a, small it's, part. It's a decreasing it starts you decreasing start. but small like come on you've had abs since you were uh, a person so <laughs> what do you mean a small part i mean if i didn't if i did not work out i would not. 100 percent. i'm not saying that it we'll it's, say it's not a substitute but it's a great addition to have sure it's it's a good it's a good yeah. leg up um did okay. it take you any courage to get started um you know what i used to model when i was younger i used to do mm-hmm. a lot of runway and because you're like six four uh, yeah right i have five <laughs> ten people i'm not that giant okay but with with heels on i, I was talking massive, personality so. ha, 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 ha. but um yeah I now getting back into it now was yeah. kind of hard. Like having the having the balls to to do it, it's huge. Also, for a sidebar for people, I just recently started nude modeling. I had never nude modeled before in my life. The only time people had seen me naked on like a set was like on a set. So if I was doing like a modeling job and was changing in between sets or doing like a runway show and was changing in between looks. That was the extent of people seeing me naked. So <laughs> within the last, like, less than a year, I started nude modeling. and Blow up. I I attribute that to the one and only James Felix. Really? Who's uh, that? His Instagram, yeah. His Instagram is at James Felix Raw. He is the first person that photographed me nude. Did he make you feel the most comfortable? Was it something that you had, he, like, talked to about? He's awesome he's awesome he made me feel so comfortable he's such a great person um his energy is amazing so oh, that's dope it was it was very had he worked easy. with people you had already known yeah he'd already worked with some girls that i already knew so the decision to do it wasn't like it wasn't scary oh okay i will say that girls or guys be leery Make sure you have like some kind of credentials on this person. Make sure you know someone that they've worked with just so you know, you're not like walking into the lion's den, but yeah, he, he's a photo God. He is one of, one of the many, but he, he truly captures people in a way that you, you wouldn't see yourself in normally. So it's beautiful. It's definitely, definitely. Wow. And did that inspire you to find more of the like or because you had done that, you're like, okay, well, I could, I could release these. I could do this. Yeah. After I worked with him, he made me realize, and he's such a great photographer. Um, He directs his shoots. He, he knows what he wants and he knows the shots that he's going after. And he's very good at um, getting you into those Mm -hmm. forms. So he's great he taught me a lot about myself he taught me a lot about modeling in general and just about my form and how to be very aware of it Damn. and honestly he's made me a better model like the modeling that i was doing when i was younger i feel like i knew nothing and now i have this crazy understanding of things that i did not have an understanding of before with that have you got does it come with any backlash or flack 
for trying some new sh- I mean of course um, there's haters but kind of I don't really see that much of the negativity wow. which is great obviously um it was a huge thing for me like I was at first very very apprehensive because I didn't want like my family to see like a lot of stuff oh and yeah then someone had leaked like a picture to my what? mom and yeah that is the most yeah, haterish shit I ever heard in my, my life mom, right but it ended up backfiring on them because my mom like wrote me and she was like this is so what? beautiful like I'm so proud of you oh, yeah that's... and I was just my mom, like you guys don't know my mom. My mom is old school, like grew up in Alabama. You're a military like, brat, she aren't you? does not play. Like, yeah, military brat all the way. Like my parents do not play. And that was like a huge fear of mine. And after after hearing that they supported me no matter what. Oh, that is dope. Then nothing was a problem yeah. anymore. You know? It, the sky's the limit Nobody after tell you that. Shit. Exactly. Which is good. That's wow, what you Wow, shout want. out to that person you for want... speeding the process. Exactly. They fast-tracked me. <laughs> so did you say that back to them? Like, hey, your hate led to some you good shit I... for me, so I appreciate that. I... I didn't, but I feel like I probably yeah, you should. I mean, not now. It's all old news now, but I definitely would have been like, you know, normally I wouldn't even waste my time, but I got to say thank you. <laughs> it's true, honestly. But... Yeah, shout out yeah. to them. Don't Thank yeah, we won't give them that. the courtesy of naming names. But um Yeah, no no naming names. Damn. Well, back to back to that. Um, does that affect relationships? It's our it's already weird to date in Las Vegas. Do you wanna know what's really, really funny about it? Of course. Mo- most guys that I have dated, um, they usually don't know about it what like i'm not like a person that's like hey let's follow each other on instagram i'm usually like uh yeah i'm good yeah. <laughs> like, oh do you have an instagram and i'm like no what an oh, insta woody i don't eat no 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 i don't yeah, eat I'm like, crackers I'm like, I'm like i don't even know what that is Ooh. and yeah so i i don't really put that out there Got like you. that but um when they do find out it's kind of it, becomes a talking point and it gets to be really has it gone well it gets to be a lot um yes yeah i mean yes and no i had an ex that was like before i had started all this was like oh i would never i would never have um like children or like have a serious relationship with someone that like is nude on the internet like that's just disgusting you how could that person like face being a mother and like just a lot of really disrespectful things and i was like oh pump breaks this isn't <laughs> we're not doing this this isn't perfect. but then like turn around and be like hey so could you send me a couple of nudes though for me oh no then turn around fast forward and that person is like super super like supportive and like wanting to be like in the picture and a lot of stuff it's really hard gentlemen i'll say this Never, never be the guy that does not support your woman, no matter how much something like scares you or how much you don't understand something. If it's something that she's passionate about, get behind her because when you don't, you get with it or you get lost. And that's what happens. Mm. Damn, he's probably crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's true, though. Like, what does it hurt you to support somebody anyway? Yeah, it costs you nothing. Supporting your yeah, friends. Yeah, and what I would say... Support your friends. Support people you care about. If it about. was me, and that was my significant other, I'd be like, man, you bet... You, if people are doing this, if this is the operation, right, at least take me somewhere cool or take me on a trip or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put me in a suitcase with you for when you go on these dope things. And then... There's a lot. There's there's room yeah. for that. There's more than, more than enough There's perks. There are perks, and I feel like but most... You gotta support it. A lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. that. So what is love like in uh, Las Vegas then? Love in Las Vegas. I would say you can find love anywhere, but it's rather hard to find love in Las Vegas. You can find a lot of like. Yeah, you can find a lot of like. You can find a lot. You can find a lot of things in Vegas, but love is few and far between. I say I'm a very big proponent of self-love. Become the person that you want to be before you try to find someone else because most people in this town get lost 
they lose themselves trying to get the person that they think they want and that person was not the person for them in the first place mm. or trying to get the job that they want and then it's like then they lose themselves yeah don't let make the money don't let the money make you isn't that yeah. what they say is that the saying yeah. i heard something like that just be who you are <laughs> be who you are don't let anybody change who you are don't let anyone um interfere with your personal values and your morals it's not worth it you'll find your way no matter what we all do nice i like that do you have any advice, you know, from opening on, dang, I wanted to ask you what, what it was like opening Encore Beach Club as opposed to oh, now, you know what I mean? Like, I can, you hit me. I can answer that for sure. So opening Encore Beach Club, Encore Beach Club, this is really funny, opened on my birthday. Damn. My birthday is um, on May 28th, 2010. Um, great, great spectacle. Um, it was crazy. It was the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. It was like a blur it was literally nine hours of a blur um my what was my buster's name that day was his name zach another zach that i might know now i think his name is zach i forget his name all waitresses anyway, forget our names we know we know no 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 he's not in the industry anymore and i literally just saw him not that long ago he's like married with kids like cute kids whatever he actually used to be um he's from north carolina he used to be an actor he was in the movie leatherheads he was in a bunch of like oh, little no movies and like side roles and mm -hmm. stuff but um this one other buster take like you know buckets are hard to come by sometimes yeah there's a double bucket full of glass and i I would like to say that he didn't know it was glass, but he knew. This kid dumps the bucket on the ground. <clears throat> on the ground. In well uh, 15. Okay. In well 15 at Encore Beach Club. So where the manager's office is. Yikes. John Christie is there. Um, Polly Friedman is there. And these guys are Bob now the, huge, the, the, high ups, the highest ups in the entire city now. Yeah. yeah. So this kid does this. The glass shatters and cuts me on the back of the leg. Damn. Opening day. I am gushing blood everywhere. <laughs> My awesome buster, literally, this kid goes to the first aid thing and is like gauzing and wrapping my leg. Like I ended up bleeding like all day long. But my buster had my back. Healthy. My buster he was ready. He stuck by my side. It was crazy. I met Steve Wynn. That was the first time I met Steve Wynn. Whoa. Um it was it was a really really cool thing for sure. Does anything surprise you now at work as opposed to like back then? Dude, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> Except for the one thing that angers me, I'll say this, when people bring dogs to a fucking day club or a nightclub, yeah. do not do that to your animal. Don't do that. It's really like obviously I love animals. I love animals more than the next person, but do not do that. It's just mean. Like, You're showing off. It's, it's about you and it's mean. You're, you're showing off their ears are like 80 billion times more sensitive than ours. They can't handle that. It's a lot for them. It stresses them out. Don't do it. Good advice. What, a, what <laughs> other advice do you have for incoming guests? Um, guests or waitresses? We'll do one and then the other. Okay. Guests, women with your rich boyfriends or husbands, the waitress does not want your man. Oh, we don't want him. Nice. We we want what's in his pocket. We don't <laughs> want him. If you like to drink champagne and have a good time, we can be best friends. If not, please don't get mad at me or think that I'm trying to take your man or any other waitress for that matter. That's why we always address you first and we don't address him at all. It's like he doesn't even exist and he's paying the bill. So don't do that. Um, men coming in, again, the waitress doesn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> Just drive that home. We do not really we like you. We don't want you. Maybe, you know what? In the off chance, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you find someone, but yeah, more but often than not, that's you gotta build a rapport, and that case. doesn't happen over a weekend. Yeah, it doesn't. So more often than not, that's not the case. She doesn't want you. But if you're down to have a good time, she's ha down to have a good time. And she's going to find you girls that you can get with. And she'll be your best friend. Her and your busser, your busser especially, is going to be your best friend. Yeah, they don't she realize that. All of, all of the hoes for you. You like that girl in that like stringy black bikini across the pool. Your busser can go get that girl for you. Exactly. And then the waitress will sell you the champagne that will keep her there all day. And that will probably get her drunk enough to probably sleep with you. So there you go. And it's a win, 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 win. It's a win, 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 win. At the win.
No, I'm not. I don't work there anymore. I'm not publicizing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice do you have for girls coming into casting calls? Like you, you, you've done all the the gambit. I've I've done all of them. Um, have you ever worked at a strip club? I have. I worked at um, Spearmint Rhino for a while. I was oh shit. There. That's the one. Yeah, that is the one. You were like, oh yeah, P.S. Yeah, I'm just fucking, you know, I'm in the show, Shout the number out. one strip club in the world. No big deal. I yeah, I'm like, I've worked everywhere. Fuck. But um, for girls coming in, just be on your A game. Um, make sure that you are at the peak of your own physical fitness. Don't try to compare yourself to everybody else. Just be the best that you can be for yourself. Just be confident. That's all. That's all I can say. It's it's easier said than done, obviously, but that is the best advice that anyone can give you. How long is a good prep time for these, do you think? I, I would that... say give yourself eight weeks, at least two months. Oh, at okay. least two months out, you better be doing stuff. Some people go hardcore. Like sometimes I like to be like four months out, but it just depends. It depends on your fitness level and it depends on, it just depends on you as a person, honestly. Yeah. Um, they used to do interviews in like Fe- the end of February. Now there's now it's early. The, 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 as soon as New Year's is over, you need to stay up and go audition. Dude, not even. It's like you you better be ready like before Christmas, Ooh. just in case. Well, you guys have six months. <laughs> <laughs> Get started. Right. Okay, Amber Bug, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Evan, I love you. You the best. I love you too. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope everybody's safe and healthy. I know it's crazy times right now, but remember to stick together and reach out and try to encourage people while you can. We'll be back next week with some more good stuff coming up next week. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have any questions or feedback, hit me up on Instagram at strip.lasvegas. Thanks to Amber. Talk to you guys soon.